Well, um, how's it? <laughs> How are you all doing? This is another episode of Christian Motivation Station where we are exploring the parables of Christ. Now, for those of you who listened to the previous episode, we were talking about self-reflection. So not something really going on about the parables, but that was just because it was the kickoff to the new year. So today is a bit of an interesting one because I want to just quickly go on a tangent a bit of a ramble about a self-reflection and um, obviously I do these episodes on a Sunday so that it stays relevant so I can share any experience that I've had throughout the week with all of you because at the end of the day you all are my brothers and sisters in Christ so you never know if it may or may not help I do hope we never get to the may not help part (laughs) but um, yeah so In 2022, I released my first video on Instagram and I talked about kindness and I said if it's one thing that you should be known for, let it be kindness. And I kind of just stopped right there and I never thought about the way of applying and cultivating kindness because for those of you that don't know, the fruits of the Spirit, kindness is part of the fruits of the Spirit mentioned in Galatians 5.22. And there's other fruits as well and then love binds them all together right and I thought how do you combine all that to create something so applicable that you can actually shine your light with everything that you do and I realized you know for 2023 if it's one thing that we all should be known for it's 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 a very simple fact it's it's the fact that we should be known for leaving people better than we found them it's a hard thing i mean just sitting here right now i'm thinking i'm thinking to myself geez donovan that's actually a big statement because leaving people better than you found them requires a lot of hard work it requires gentleness actually i can list it all up right now it requires love peace patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's that's what it requires. And guess what? That's all the fruits of the Spirit. And that's what we are identified by. So, simply put, it requires all the fruits of the Spirit to deny our flesh, to pick up the cross, and to leave people better than we found them. That's hard because... We don't always want to forgive. We don't always feel like we are capable of doing that. We are afraid. We are fearful. Sometimes we even feel tired or annoyed by a person that we just feel like maybe they're just more a leech or they drain us more than we could even provide help. So the truth of the matter is to leave people better than we found them is hard but it's necessary and that requires us to fill up our cup to cast our anxieties onto God to get excited with zeal about the things that Jesus is doing in our lives to remind ourselves about the promises that God has in store for us when we get persecuted 
when we are in trouble, when we struggle to forgive, when we struggle to love. We need to remind ourselves the promises. We need to remind ourselves why we're doing it. And that was my self-reflection and the bit of a rant that I went on just there. Leave people better than you found them. We don't know what people are going through, so be there. Be the one that people come to and they leave feeling much better about life and themselves. They feel like they have hope. Hope is such an important thing. Now, carrying on with the parables of Jesus Christ, we are currently at the leaven. Now, or leaven. I always say leaven and it sounds like 11, the number. <laughs> so I'm going to say leaven. Now, for those of you that don't know, that's basically a yeast that's in bread that makes it puff up. Now, this leaven that is mentioned in this parable it all talks about the context of corruption and a lot of people have taken this to mean something else now the verse which i'm going to read to you all right now says another parable he spoke to them the kingdom of heaven is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures which is a lot of meal Till it was all leavened. In other words, it all puffed up. You see, Jesus uses another surprising illustration here. One that a lot of people again regard as a beautiful picture of the kingdom of heaven, of the kingdom of God, working its way through the whole world, puffing up and everyone's becoming part of the kingdom of God. It sounds motivational, right? It sounds great. And yes, although it sounds great, we need to remember what the context of this whole chapter is. So rule number one, context always matters. It may not always be as motivational as the first initial thought, but I would like to remind you all that context allows us to see the real truth, which will bring real transformation, not some fake confirmation. And other than the truth we conjure up in our conceptions that would ultimately not transform us but rather lead us to a false truth the devil uses that to deceive us now in a bit of a layman term what i'm basically trying to say is when we misinterpret the bible and don't actually spend time to find out what the context of a chapter is and create a truth in our mind that's not a truth we will very, very easily become a target to the devil for deception. Because that truth that we created, one, fundamentally won't change us or transform us. Because it's not the truth that God is trying to put across. It's the truth that we read into. And also, two, the, the, the devil will say, but you took this from the Bible. And, um, you know, how can God do that? How can God say that? How can God do this? How can God do that? And then you think to yourself, wow, you know, why is God doing this? And you start to struggle a bit with your faith. And it can get difficult at times. Because then the questions that actually would have just been totally avoided if the real context was understood is now embedded in your thoughts. Now, I wanted to look closely at this parable because I did promise that all the parables we will look in depth at them and what the context is. Now, leaven in this parable is consistently used as a picture of sin and corruption. 
especially in the Passover narrative of Exodus 12.8 and 12.15-20. Now again, both the content and the context of this whole chapter points towards all of this being a description of corruption in the kingdom of God in our community. Now I want to quote from J. Campbell Morgan and he wrote that leaven basically represents and I quote a paganizing influences that's brought into the church. Now I'll touch on that in a very short second because basically what I want to come down to and summarize to is that the whole parable is similar with all the previous ones and it's to show that the gospel should prevail and the gospel will prevail once we identify corruption in other words the paganizing influences then and only then by preaching the gospel we may then work like leaven will work in the hearts of those who receive the gospel you see it goes two ways right the devil attacks us with spiritual warfare he attacks us in our mind and he attacks us in our church and we see it way too often today we see that Today, the culture of the world is impacting the church or influencing the church more than the church is influencing the culture. And that's, that's sad. That is the paganizing influences. It is influences and narratives from the world, ideologies from the world that we don't equip ourselves enough to defend against. And the church certainly can't speak out against certain things anymore because it's become hate speech when it's done. And that's the reality. So unfortunately, we are (laughs) tied behind our backs to a certain degree. However, intellectual conversations and debates are something that legally still can take place. And it's up to us to go and uproot the corruption by either two ways. We either do it by identifying the corruption and then stepping in as peacemakers to correct it. Or the other way we do it is we find a unique approach that we have to pray to God, each and every single one of us, to allow us to go and do in our church so that we may actually still go in and defend against certain narratives of this world, certain paganizing influences and that can be anything paganizing influences can be anything you get people that bring astrology into church you get people that bring um, money into church which again money is something that can be idolized it's not inherently bad but it can be idolized we bring we see people bringing fame into the church which is again it's crazy and it's a it's our responsibility to go to people and say hey listen what you preached on or hey listen what you said is not the context of the bible is not the truth that god is putting out for us to be transformed the bible tells us in romans 12 verse 2 it says be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that requires us to spend time in the bible it requires us to spend time with god to identify corruption within ourselves within ourselves and also within others it's so important we do that we and this is where self-reflection self-reflection gotta love self-reflection this is where self-reflection comes in because we we cannot identify 
we cannot okay no let me rephrase oh i love podcasting and i really keep it raw so all the mistakes are unedited (laughs) but i'll rephrase it rather this way we cannot influence the world when we don't spend time with god we cannot influence the world when we ourselves are the weakest state of ourselves and i'm not saying god can't use you in your weakness what i'm saying is you have the responsibility to keep yourself at the best version of yourself as much as you can and and as highly as you can by prayer and word like spending time with god and all that so that you can have the best outcome i spoke about art specifically there was michelangelo who made his own tools and he kept them to the highest standard so that he can get the highest outcome it's the same with us spiritually when we are not spiritually fed and we are starving we can't go into battle it's as simple as that and if we are starving we can't identify corruption because we're starving and when we can't identify corruption we can't make a change where it's necessary to make a change so take note on this parable take note on this parable because what this parable is saying is very simple there is corruption all around us within us in the church and it's up to us to make sure we can identify it and be the peacemakers and change it so that hope is something that people can look forward to and you can all do that man you all great powerful prayer warriors you all great powerful men and women of god you are fearlessly and wonderfully made and the bible tells us that we can go out in jesus's authority and go and cast out demons and go into this world and speak life i know i've said a lot today i know this is probably the longest episode i've ever done which was supposed to be the shortest one just shows you how ironic it is but please be reminded that darkness is all around us and where there's light there will be darkness there will be a shadow But we can still expose that shadow and we can still walk in that shadow and still be the loving, kind people we are. It is possible to balance that. It's possible to be a different culture rather than a conformed culture. Now, I love you all and I would like to pray for you all just very shortly for those of you that would want me to pray over you otherwise you can stop the episode right here i love you and i hope you have a great day but for those of you that want to stay a bit longer it's take me maybe a minute or two but i would just like to quickly pray over your day and over your week heavenly father you are the king of kings and the lord of lords there is none like you and none beside you you are the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end Lord, I bring all of this to you and leave it at the cross for you to do what you do best, Lord, and that is distribute the truth to everyone and to touch the hearts of your children, your sons and your daughters. Lord, I pray for the people that don't know you, the lost, Lord, that you will send people, leave the 929 to go and find the one, Lord, that you'll send people their way (laughs) so that they may know you rather than know of you, God also pray for everyone going through this week lord that you'll be with them that you'll help them that you will turn their pressure into power that they will walk with positivity and joy and zeal and just a newfound joy for you god and their relationship 
I pray for all these beautiful people listening to this and I pray for every single person going through their day be with them guide them teach them Lord it's all about your people and we are here just like you Jesus to come into this world not as kings but as servants to this world and I pray that we will leave people better than we found them Amen there we go everyone well I hope you all have a fantastic and beautiful day and thank you for listening to the longest episode yet I cannot believe it (laughs) but uh, yeah I love you all and I hope you all have a fantastic beautiful great day